everybody. Welcome to episode 143 of the Fresher and Parlance show. I am Parlance. And I am Fresher. And uh, so, if you haven't tuned in before, I'm going to spiel. It's a, lifetime, uh, a lifestyle show, Fresher and Parlance, Thursdays, 9 o'clock. We do it pretty much every week live. You can talk to us on YouTube or on uh, Twitter, at Fresh and Par, or like send comments or whatever and hang out with us for about yep. an hour. Yep, we've been, uh, it's, you know, holiday season. It's tough to, uh, it's tough to get everything uh, in line, but uh, we'll do our best to, to keep this week. You know, the thing is, I don't do a show. I, everyone goes crazy. I do a show. No one says anything. So like, but you know they're watching like that's why it's it doesn't matter about like the count or like likes or whatever there's people out there watching uh, i know it whoever, and thank yeah. you thank you everybody yeah. yeah so reach out to us talk to us we have apparently one viewer right now but that's probably uh for sure have the youtube thing up i gotta get it uh, but... oh i was gonna say that's probably you watching it so anyway uh i got a haircut yesterday and uh uh, it's it's longer on the top. It, I didn't really get to take them out. So I got the. What do you think? Do you like the the short? I think on it's the... nice. I think it's nice. You said that you had gone to um, the place by our work. Yeah, Rudy's. Rudy's. Yeah. So I've never been there. I I've stopped... cut my own hair. I mean, right now I have a buzz cut, so it's super easy. Oh, it looks cool from the top. Never really see that angle. But uh, yeah, super easy. I don't know. I haven't got like gone to a place to get my hair cut in like forever like over 10 years so the normally i go to like the cheapest place next to the safeway literally they have a door into the safeway like you go in and get eggs while you're waiting for your haircut um <laughs> nice uh and uh that's usually i think i think they raised the price i think that's 17 dollars. it used to be i think when i first moved here it was like 13 dollars and now it's 17 is it the same person who cuts the hair i mean like no, is it it's, a... like, it's a revolving door it's a it's an eclectic cast of characters. The great clips of uh, of uh, of the of next to the Safeway in an undisclosed town that I'm referring to. Um, and the last time I went, I was so distraught by the the quality of the haircut. Um, yeah. That I proclaimed that I'm going to try new new places to go. So I went to Rudy's in downtown in Pioneer Square, and. Uh, and uh, I was a little intimidated because I felt it was going to be really hip, but ultimately it was just like every other place. And I don't understand why every hairdresser feels the need to talk to me all the time. I think that's like part of their thing. That's like what you're paying for is also why I don't go to the hair places. Also, shout out to Joe. He's uh, he just commented to us on YouTube, which what? I don't think I've heard the shout out from him on our live show. Even we, we get. <laughs> Great comments from every week in a post email, but like it's exciting. Yeah, so this uh, Rudy's place is it's a pretty hip uh, haircut joint. You know what I mean? It's like pretty hip. Yeah, it's it's like the epitome of a hipster place, pretty much. Yeah, but I feel like it's so mainstream now that I don't know. Uh, I think it may have yeah diluted its hipness like a little bit, but I will say so. Um, the the there was three workers working in there at the time. And uh, yeah. one of them, the one of the dudes that was doing it, had a beard that was like, like you know your beard, Jeremy. Yeah, one I'm of sorry. the hair cutters. Oh, yeah, your no, yeah, one of the hair cutters. His I I already broke character. His beard was like six inches down. 
maybe. Uh, yeah. A full beard. How could I possibly trust a man? I know. And doesn't that, like, when he's going around and doing all the stuff, doesn't that, like, get in his haircutting ability? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So this haircutter, he was, um, I mean... Stylist, I guess, maybe they're called. Haircutter? It's not a haircutter? <laughs> yeah. That's what, I, that's what I called him. Um... He he spent a lot of time talking to me, um, and he talked to me about uh, about um, oh let's see uh, how his father intricately every year would intricately wrap a gift for his mother, including one year a spatula. Where not only did he wrap it perfectly, he went around in the little holes of the in actual the holes. No way, yeah. that's kind of awesome. He talked about the, how his father would do that. He gave me alternative rules to white elephants. Uh, like you know, the gift giving game. He, he it was yeah. it involved dice, um, which I thought was interesting. Um, These and, are pretty good topics. I wonder if if I was a stylist, I would probably go over what topics I was gonna do for like that week or day ahead of time and just have stuff ready. Uh, basically, right now we're cutting America's hair, pretty much. I know, <laughs> and yeah, I guess we did come up with some topics, and then um, and then the uh, um. He he was telling me so he's like so last year um I was doing a a white elephant um with my girlfriends right and then he stops and he looks at me in the mirror you know how they look at you in the mirror which I always find <laughs> weird too <laughs> I get I um, mean no but I can I, from TV and movies I yeah. see them do that yeah and he's like I don't mean girlfriends you know they're just my girlfriends and I was like <laughs> I didn't need the clarification also, I know yeah. And also, even if they were your girlfriends and you had multiple girlfriends, which I'm assured I basically knew they were not your girlfriends, um, I wouldn't expect, even if you did have multiple girlfriends, that you would be playing a white elephant game with them all in the same room. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so, like, I, I need to clarify. If I had multiple girlfriends and it was like a polygamy type thing, I would probably do white elephant with them. Uh, well, here's the thing. I guess if they were all cool with it, I mean, yeah, like uh, like Big Love, like where you yeah. just you have a white elephant. <laughs> yeah, like, that would be kind of cool. You know, if my uh, <laughs> all my sister wives could uh, get stuff in the white elephant. Oh man, that's terrible. I guess that's probably how you would have to do it, it with the uh, multiple wives during the holidays, right? Because they <laughs> like, how else would you like? Who do you spend the holiday with? It's tough enough trying to figure out like who has the kids. In a relationship where there's a divorce, They're, let alone having multiple, multiple wives during the holidays, what do you do? Like, who, like someone gets Thanksgiving, someone gets Christmas. Joe says, um, uh, "White elephant, the hottest thing among swingers." <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, a, I guess we could combine a key party with white elephant. Maybe like you know you. Yeah, but um, like all the other ones would be jealous anyways, because it's like not. I guess if it's swingers, it would be more like even. If it was just you and all of your girlfriends, oh yeah, swingers, like, I could see it here, wouldn't. Here. It wouldn't work as well. Ooh, what if we took white elephant, elephant, and the a key party? You know where you put the keys in a bowl and you yeah. pull them out and combine them into one game where like you wrapped your keys in a box and then people would like vie for like you know the 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 most. Oh, and so after. you don't know which one it's going to be. So first you randomize the keys. Yes, and then you have like the small box. Yeah, you just have a bunch of small boxes with like little bows pre-done. You know, like yeah. a ring in or whatever. Yeah, and you put the keys in it, and then everyone gets it, and then like, yeah, yeah. that that's a pretty good idea. <laughs> Wait, but then how would you know if you want to trade? Like, you need to open it. Oh, I mean, then you do open it, and then you yeah. do trade for the one. Yes. 
<laughs> it's like yeah. I imagine it being like the last person like you know picked on your kickball team. It's just like, oh, that I guess seems like super personal though. <laughs> for, for all the I mean like be like, oh, people trading me. Yeah. I guess. People, I mean Yeah, I guess I it's already there's too many like social situations going on in that scenario that I wouldn't be able to handle anyways. <laughs> you're overwhelmed by the mere concept of yeah a, yeah <laughs> yeah oh man so right before i got on uh i got on the air here i was uh just doing a little research and i uh i took the f- by the way i think we've talked about this before but my i think my bathroom time without a phone if i didn't have a phone when i went to the bathroom i'd be in there at most three minutes four minutes tops but now i feel like, yeah. pho- like yeah um I uh I I don't know if I talked about this on a, on a previous show. The other day, I forgot I left my phone in the bath uh at my desk and I had to go to the bathroom, and like, I was just like it was like in and out, you know what I mean? It was just like what am I gonna yeah. do now? Like I have nothing to waste time on. So anyway, I was just on there and I saw that Quentin Tarantino, and has come up with a concept for a Star Trek movie. Yeah. That's being written, which he's going to be directing, and it's going to be rated R. My, the 15-year-old parlance right now, 15-year-old parlance just exploded. Exploded. (laughs) It's like it was combining everything I loved about this thing and that thing and putting them together. I, I can't even, I'm, I'm really excited right now, but 15-year-old parlance is very very excited very excited <laughs> do you think it's actually gonna happen though i mean it's already the script is being written. i mean they're writing it but what if like i don't know yeah here, uh i mean jj abrams has agreed to let quentin tarantino direct they have the sign off from paramount paramount is seeing it as a way to reinvigorate the star trek franchise i wonder if it's gonna be like star trek canon then oh i have no idea. i mean at this point who knows but uh, is there gonna be like space boobies and curse words and ultra violence. I mean, there already curse words. Not really. No, not really. As I a matter of fact, um, in an episode of the new Star Trek show that's on Hulu or whatever, yeah. I, actually CBS. I shouldn't say that. It's on CBS. The whatever their streaming services. They said the uh, F word once in it. Yeah, and that was the first time in ever in history that there was an F word in the Star Trek franchise. Hmm. So it's it's oh, a very did you mention at the um, like last week or last show, which was two weeks ago, you had talked about the um, Australia trip, but how like Netflix had the Star Treks? Did you talk about that? I don't remember if I did, but yeah, apparently in the rest of the world, Star Trek, uh, whatever the hell it's called, the new one, the CBS one, the CBS one that's on their streaming service. Everywhere else in the world, it's a Netflix original. So I watched the whole thing while I was go- while I was in Australia. Yeah, so that um, sucks. It's like only on the CBS service here, but everyone else gets it on Netflix. Ugh. I don't know how they could do this, but is it possible that you could VPN into another country and just get the the show? Yeah, I mean people do that all the time. But there's no way to stop that. Like Netflix can't stop it from happening. I mean, they can, if it's a major VPN, they they can block addresses from that VPN. But other than that, no, not really. Basically, if I just set up little VPN boxes around the planet just for my own personal login. Or you just pay someone who already does that because that's a very common service. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) 
So what you're saying is, I can find someone to do this. I don't have to go and set up a computer in every country I go no. into. Yeah, it's okay. much easier just to pay the very small fee to have a VPN service that you can just select which location you want. Basically, from what I understand, everyone should be using a VPN at this point in time. It could be, yeah. Oh, that's I, a segue into the net neutrality stuff. Oh, yeah, let's talk net neutrality. Because uh, that's gone-ish. But uh, if, you, if, you did, if everyone did use a VPN, um, they couldn't limit your traffic or anything like that or do anything else. Like all well, of the but, net neutrality stuff would basically be null unless they like blocked VPN traffic, which would like companies and corporations and stuff would need it. And it'd be really hard to do because it's like, it's just encrypted traffic, which could be anything. So here's my question. Oh, really? That I didn't know. But they could see they could see the amount of like data going coming through. They, they can just see don't... the address to where it's going, like to the VPN like provider. But they can't see what anything inside of that is. It's just like encrypted data. Like uh, well, maybe no we idea. should maybe we should step back for those who don't know what a VPN is, and then it's what does it say? Virtual private network? Is that what it says? It for? is a virtual private network. Wow! So look at that. It, I know you knew it right off the bat. It is just a, um, it's like a service to hook your computer through a secure connection to another computer. And then like everything between your computer and the other computer, nobody can see what you're doing. Just like when you do a secure payment, it's the exact same thing with SSL like payments. So if uh, the VPN that we like, generally corporations have VPNs to access email, right? To get on a network. Yeah. I mean, well, corporations have VPNs because they want you to be able to co connect to their corporate network, which is not on the internet, but like from your house. So then like you VPN in and then you're virtually part of their network over the internet, but then like you're still separate. Right. So basically if you feel like, let's say, I don't know, you have provider X to your, like your internet provider, your ISP, your ISP um, in the new world, which we'll get into with this net neutrality stuff. Um, they potentially say, hey, you know what? We're going to throttle um, longboxheroes.com because we don't we believe that we have our own version of uh, comic book reviews. Yeah, so we is... want to make we want to degrade their service so no one wants to use it. Right. So we're gonna we're gonna kill that and uh, we're gonna force you to use uh, uh, this this other one, this other site that we we make money off of. Uh, if you got onto a VPN, if you paid for a little bit of a VPN service, you could go onto that VPN and then access uh, longboxheroes.com versus uh, or fresherandparlance.com. Yeah, for that and then from people who are looking on Longbox Heroes, it would look like you were at the place where the computer you were VPN into was. Right, not wherever. Not Joe, from your like, house. Yeah, not like you know. Yeah, like whatever. But so I mean, it's in that sense, it's kind of like a proxy, but then like it's a secure proxy. Right. And it is a proxy for all network traffic, not like a proxy is different. Yeah. So basically, if you want to watch the Star Trek show, pay $4.99 a month, uh, use your little VPN thing, log into your VPN in any other country, Canada, uh, Switzerland. Canada? No, I was just picking random countries that you could pretend uh, you're in. I wonder about Canada. Probably it's North America. No, because there's no CBS in, uh, there's no CBS in Canada. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, actually, fascinating thing. Um, while we were heading to Australia, my wife knows that the show that she likes, it's that uh, the Mindy Project or whatever. Oh, yeah, Mindy Project, yeah. is not available on American Netflix, but it is available on Canadian Netflix. 
Um, oh, really? Because it's on Hulu here. Yeah, I know exactly. So, but we have the Netflix. So my wife, being the little uh, like good good consumer, decided when she got into the Vancouver airport. Um, yeah. downloaded like 10 episodes of the mini project because you could download those episodes oh, on, the, on the app yeah yes on the app That's and then yeah, right and then when yeah. you got to australia it was not available there but they were downloaded and for whatever reason the geofencing didn't work or whatever and That's a she, really good idea yeah um so then she was able to watch those shows which is uh, a pretty good pretty nifty concept but anyway net neutrality whoof whoof I feel like we probably like have run this one dry. That's about it. No, 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 it's not. It's not because I have a, I have a, it's like kind of like a hot take on this net neutrality thing now. So it's like, look, we've talked about net neutrality in the past, dump pipes, smart pipes, throttling traffic, you know, partnerships, et cetera, et cetera. Here's the thing. People have started to come to terms with this thing. You know what I mean? Like they knew it was going to pass and people are starting to come to terms with it. And you know, all of those people that were like vehemently against having net neutrality, like it going away, I've sort of like started to kind of like look for the silver linings in the, in the actual like new law. And I yeah. don't, and by the way, if the way the FCC, I didn't know this, the way the FCC works is like, there's, it basically is, there's two, let's say conservatives and two like liberals. And then there's a guy in the middle that gets appointed by the president. And that guy is usually the one that, is the tiebreaker. So that happens and blah, blah, blah. We're not going to get into the whole, like, you know, what basically happened in the law, because I think most people know what happened in the law. And if they don't, by all means, reach out to us via commenting and we'll talk about it. Um, uh, This could be flipped in two years or three years anyway. You know what I mean? Or like the state, the legislation, like the Senate or the, and the house could basically draft a law that overturns this law. So like there's a thousand, there's like, 10 different ways that this could be overtaken. But yeah. the new the new take is like, you know what? Maybe it's not so bad. Maybe what we're doing is not so bad if there's innovation in the space as it relates to packaging and pricing and and uh and um and it and it does drive um uh it does drive sort of uh you know building up the um the infrastructure of kind of like a, a net neutrality. I'm sorry, you've you texted me while I was talking and you knocked me off track. You jerkhead. The infrastructure of uh, building out the networks to have potentially new people come into the market. So I think people are kind of like latching onto that. Um, but anyway. Shout out, shout out to V Lee too. Signing off. It's apparently at the airport, but uh, it's cool. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, worked with uh, V before. I believe you have too. I believe you've even met her. Maybe it's possible. Um, look at that. We're picking up people up there. I wonder if she was at a foreign airport and she could have watched. Uh, I know. Watched... Saying, Love mini project. Yeah. You should da- quick. Download them. Quick. Download them. That's what I said. That's what I said. I said, limited internet. Download it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, by the way, that, so that's basically all we're going to talk about on the net. We, I think we, we kind of covered it. Yeah. I, the um, one thing I think the silver lining for me is I was thinking if the uh, ISPs get all super shady and dumb and start like really like screwing consumers, maybe that'll drive more of a, uh, like a, what was it called? The um, distributed network thing, like a, um, a, mesh, like a network? mesh network internet. 
like something like that like maybe it could like do like they're saying and be more competitive and like spur competition and then like actually make a better internet uh, that's possible I, ha I had an idea for a mesh network it was a pretty know, good one right? i had a pretty good one that might be i'm still to this like i'm not joking it's the greatest idea i've ever had like i don't <laughs> think i i don't have too many good ideas. Basically, I have no good ideas. I have like derivative ideas. You have great ideas. Uh, the maybe the the a good idea would be to do this show. That was a good idea. But basically, I don't have tons of good ideas. This was <laughs> a good idea, and I'm not going to go into the idea because basically, it's too good to go over. Yeah. Um. So, uh, fit. Uh, I'm in my fantasy football finals. By the way, Woo. I did not do fantasy football, but <laughs> I hear that you're killing it. It's this uh, last week with uh, when the Seahawks like totally bombed. I know. You got hell points. I know. I know. Um, I don't want to belabor people with the minutia and play by play of Parlance's most awesome winning fantasy football team of all time, but I have an amazing <laughs> fantasy football team. Is and this the, the most amazing fantasy football team of all time for you? I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's it's pretty ridiculous. I went undefeated into the last week of the regular season, which basically is unheard of. Like you can't go undefeated, especially in a league where people care. You know, like yeah, you know, like people yeah, are if people are talking about it all the time at work. It's like pretty active. Yeah, no, it's not like it, I people did the draft and then stopped paying attention. No, it wasn't like that. It was a the legit league. I lost the last week, so I ruined my perfect season, which would be ridiculous. I made it to the finals, which is great since I'm going to make money now on it because, you know, that's how that yeah, works. That's cool. So, but yeah, it's ridiculous. And if I lose in the finals, I'm going to be really upset, but at least I'll have made my money back. So, um, but uh, I was thinking about it. If like, I think about my hours per, um, essentially if I were to take all the hours I, I did on reading and researching fantasy football <laughs> over the course of, I don't know, 18 weeks, I think it would come out to about, a nickel an hour. I'm th that's what I'm pretty sure it would be. And if I didn't make any money, it would have been yeah. yeah. Like then it would be. I just like it was like the greatest time suck of all time. So that's uh, more. That's more than you made on uh, pop and bubbles. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. Good point. <laughs> and it was like more. Well, I guess the other, the that one was also like social, but this is more social. Maybe I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I think they're all a little bit social. I mean, I did have a Facebook group for the bubble game. So, yeah. Um, which, by the way, like, I've that that's, by the way, excellent segue. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, there's been a lot of talk about social media and yeah. and how it like and, and really the unknown impacts of of Facebook or specifically to our mental health and what it's doing to society. Yeah. But. It apparently, apparently, basically, it's messing shit up for everybody. Like, there's like... It's changing society. It's really, it's making people more depressed. I, yeah, well, yeah, for sure. And I can't, like, it's not, it's not something to speculate about anymore. Like, to, like, people have been doing tests on this, psychological tests on it. And I'm going to read, uh, I'm going to read this here. This is just like so they did a a, a wellness a well being associated with well being and the well being was like a there was like three or four factors it was like body mass index um uh their the way people say they feel about themselves the way and there was like another stat the way there was like three factors and that's and they combined that all together in like a you know big 
kind of chart and and decide to create a standard like a mean a median excuse me and then deviations of that mean or median excuse me i keep saying median but it's median and it says here uh first off it just proved that that um that being going on facebook is it makes people more upset but i also think like is it like the chicken and the egg like that's why everyone's moving to instagram i guess right but here, I don't know. I don't see why that's even different. It's though. not. It's not different. So our results <laughs> it showed like it. it's not but different. It's not. Our results showed that overall, the use of Facebook was negatively associated with well-being. For example, a one standard deviation increase in likes clicked, as in you l- like someone else's content, links clicked, clicking a link on another site or article, or status updates, updating one's own st- Facebook status was associated with a decrease of 5 to 8% of a standard deviation in self-reported mental health. <laughs> so people who do more activities are less mentally healthy, are you saying? Yeah, basically. So and if you just like passive, I feel like the passive way is, would be more harmful. That's what I thought. It was like, literally, it's just like, by, and Facebook's response to this was, look, we know the solution to this. Use it more. That was their literally. That was what they were saying. Like, use it more. We're gonna make it better, and we're gonna use it more. Use it more, and be more active, and make a community of it. But it's just turning out that like any community that you do there, it just makes you feel worse. Anything you do makes you feel worse. I don't know. I heard of a community that you just joined recently that didn't make you feel worse. It's true. It's true. I mean, <laughs> you were like, "Why didn't I do this sooner?" <laughs> <laughs> It was a, it was the exact opposite story. I mean, I think for specific interests and not for just like like you were saying, like club things. Also with like uh, the bubble popping, I always forget the name of it. Puzzle but uh, I think that in in those cases, it's like it's like a um, a bulletin board or whatever, which I don't think necessarily is bad. I think it's the newsfeed of like people's personal lives. I think that's different. Yeah, it's weird because I I feel partially guilty for making people feel bad because I, I um my when I go on these trips with people with when I go on these like fancy trips and stuff yeah. and then I post these fantastic photos I basically take those photos for my family you know what I mean so my mom could see that I'm actually still alive and I'm doing some fun stuff <laughs> yeah and this way I don't actually necessarily have to call her or communicate with her I could speak into Facebook. And it, and and well, I mean, you all. We also have a show for that. It's true, and I agreed. <laughs> uh, but also, it's it's not coming from my account. It's coming from my wife's account. Um, yeah. But uh, so, but I have a feeling, like you know, because other people see it, and let's say they're not necessarily in a place where they maybe they're not into travel. Not a big deal, but maybe they are, but they can't afford it, or they yeah. don't have time, or whatever. And then they see that, and it makes them feel bad. It's possible. It's yeah, definitely no, possible. I mean, it's likely. Studies shown. <laughs> Studies have shown. Yeah, I don't. Need, I used to think, oh, being liked, like having a like on your photo, was a good thing. Now I'm like, don't like it at all, folks. Don't like anything I post ever again because I <laughs> could, I could be increasing me- your negative self-reported mental health. Um, but you can like a, This is for personal things. You can like our show's posts. Oh yeah, totally different. Because that's a commercial thing, and like you know, it's more <laughs> like a club. It's more like a club. You're not just following our personal lives. It's true. It is true. Um, so, but here's the thing. Um, the what, what? First off, the group that uh, Fresher is talking about, and you're going to laugh at this. Everyone else on the planet is uh, a, a a squid fishing 
a local squid fishing group. A local squid fishing. Say like, oh, look at the all the squid over at this good spot. I know People it's ridiculous. Equipment. It's so the, there's been a lot of running <laughs> jokes about squid, uh, like like buying like um URLs. Want, yes, that are, report. Someone's going to get it now, but it's, it's I always, probably won't get it anyways. You know, anyway, there's always been jokes about like, you know, oh, wouldn't it be funny to have a website that's, do, you know, designated to just like squid fishing? Well, about a week, no, maybe two weeks ago or a week ago, um, I just did a quick thing. I don't know exactly what I was doing, but I found two websites dedicated to squidding and a Facebook group that had 2,500 members. <laughs> it's just local. About squidding, and it's like fascinating. It's fascinating. I mean, I'm probably gonna like eventually tune out or whatever, but I right now I'm enjoying it tremendously. And that caused yeah, me. Even to- if you don't tune out, though, I mean, like that's way cooler stuff to have in your feed than like dumb politics or like you know people talking about like you know some sort of I don't know dumb stuff. Basically, that people talk about on Facebook. <laughs> I'm gonna say, let's see, the things that have dominated my Facebook feed has been net neutrality iPhone battery life and a train accident that happened south of Seattle. That's been my entire feed for the last three or four. Days. I just stopped looking at Facebook. I don't. I go on it every once in a while to see if someone messaged me on Facebook Messenger because I don't get notifications for it on anything else. Fair so enough. So I have to actually go to the site to check. Um, I don't. I I will still go to Facebook. Um, I've curated my my feed pretty. I've like pared it down substantially. Um, but this is leading into the, the the new features that they just literally introduced on Facebook in the last, like I want to say three or four, maybe two weeks ago. I didn't even know that these were features. They could be yeah. like the first one is called a snooze feature. So you know how you could mute people, like you could be their friend, but you could just like unfollow them. Yeah. So apparently, you could now do a snooze on them. Yeah, and what a snooze will do will mute them for thirty days, and then they'll come back. That's weird. I mean, yeah. I guess, I guess that's cool, kind of. I don't know when I would choose to do that rather than just mute them. I'm just—I already know someone I'm going to snooze. Really? Just, I mean, yeah. you don't have to say, but like, I just can't think of a. Maybe if someone's on a trip or something, and you don't want to hear about it, that would be a snooze snooze worthy. So when basically when I'm on a on a trip, is what you're saying? Yeah, you're you're snooze. Yeah. <laughs> oh man um and then uh and then there's a new one called take a break what's that one do it just like blocks your it's like self-block from facebook that would be cool hold on no take that like a like a permanently lock your account from yourself for for a set amount of time hold on i gotta see i gotta exactly i gotta see what, what it does no i gotta exactly get no it's not that it's not that at all it's the take take a break from someone is when you this is how this is how it works this is ridiculous you could take a break from someone on facebook when you change your relationship status to single divorce or leave it blank you could also take a break from anyone you want to see less when you take a break from someone you'll be able to see less of someone limit where you see someone on facebook if you choose to see them less their posts and posts where they are tagged it won't appear in your newsfeed and you won't be prompted to message them or tag them in photos limits someone's ability to see your posts and posts you're tagged in as in you could like uh they'll be added to your restricted list and they'll only see posts you tag them in or share publicly and uh that's it so it's a little bit different so it, it has like huh. rela- it's like relationship shit 
Plus, I actually what I do like though. That seems that's like nice. Yeah, yeah. What I do like is the ability to make people not see your posts, which I like. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like that they took the thing that you would do when you have change relationship status anyways and just made it into one feature because I feel like going through and finding all of those privacy settings is like kind of a pain. It is a pain. And the the rest- like I had all these complicated restrictions on my like who could see posts and stuff. Um, yeah. And uh, I just got tired of maintaining it. You know what I mean? It was just like, oh, I got to do this. I mean, basically, I don't think I've I've friended someone on Facebook in basically, I don't know. I know maybe one person in a year, like I've had yeah. added. I don't add people on Facebook anymore. It's just like if you're in there, you're there, you know? I know. Um, I'm leaving it just like my MySpace. I think it's technically still there. No, I think MySpace was, I think they deleted all of them, didn't they? No, I think it's, oh, maybe they did. Yeah. Um. So uh it's it's there we i still use it indirectly i still think it's pretty good for sharing things with people that i don't need to talk to all the time yeah Uh, but it's not i I, basically i don't really use any social media that much anyway so it's like i use it i posted this show url on there but it's not like i'm i don't think i don't think we've ever actually though i mean Everybody, yeah. go like us on Facebook, the show. And, uh, we need more data. Talk to more us data. on Facebook and like uh, on YouTube and on Twitter. We do need more YouTube followers. Yeah, we definitely need more YouTube followers. We only have 60. And like now that they have the um, restrictions or whatever. So I'm going to tease this. I like to say like, and for, don't forget, follow us on YouTube like every other YouTube channel. No, no, follow us on YouTube right, right here. here. Right here. Right here. <laughs> I've never added one of those buttons. Maybe I should try. <laughs> Click here. Right here. <laughs> um I think it's it's like down here somewhere. Uh just like subscribe <laughs> on the bottom. Here. There. There. Yeah. <laughs> um so I'm gonna tease this. But uh five minutes before ten minutes before the show started, when uh Fresher was like, I'm gonna run I'm running late, I decided to do my top ten holiday movies. That's that great. For- yeah, so we'll I'll tease that and I'll give you I mean, it doesn't matter, it's not groundbreaking. I think I have two in there that people are like, really? Are you sure parlance? But no, I I think anyway. So uh I just wanted to talk briefly about this set Annabelle Alabama Senator race. Uh is that the Roy Moore? The the guy that was like basically Roy Moore, Roy Moore, yeah. He was basically accused of like molesting. I don't know, molesting, harassing. I mean, he was like, yeah, he was just a crazy guy. He rode in on a horse. He had that little gun that he was flailing around. <laughs> he wore like a leather vest. He was just a ridiculous guy. I mean, like, no question about it. Like, Wait, he was don't ridiculous. forget. Don't forget. He uh, he also um, was the guy that had the Ten Commandments put up on the Alabama Senate or court Supreme Court uh, building. Yeah, and he was he being a judge. He was like taken off of being a judge like two or three times for violating federal law for like not going against the court or something. Yeah, I mean he's basically the. I can't think of a worse. I, I honestly, I'm like without like saying you know like you know high, like nominating a serial killer. Like this is probably the worst possible. I feel like can. This is almost worse. <laughs> what, what how could it be worse he didn't kill anyone yeah but i mean like just 
I mean, I guess it depends on your intention. But like, like being, if you were like, I don't know, it seems worse. You mean being predacious to teens? I mean, I mean if he was a serial killer who was actively trying to kill people more. I mean, like if he was like looking for opportunities to kill people still while running for office and running for office specifically to try to get himself in better positions to kill people, <laughs> that might be worse. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I guess. I, yeah, but like, if like, I think that it's not worse that he's like, I mean, like, I don't know. He when he was when he was uh, in his thirties, he was literally banned from going into a mall because he would just yeah. hang out in the food court and like troll for like little girl, like teenagers. Yeah, and uh, like they had the story thing of like uh, he was still a senator, I think, or a judge or something before, and he, he met a, some like teenage attorney. girl. Huh? He was a oh yeah, attorney. but then he like he looked her up by the name, and like went to her school and pulled her out of class, to like you know just hang out. It's like, hey, what's up? That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, it's 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 ridiculous. I don't. I mean, it's not right. I mean, yeah. there's not really much you could say about that other but than even it's not besides right. that stuff. I mean, that's like that's the most over the top. Just the whole like little kids thing but like other than that he was ridiculous too like everything else i mean he's he, he still won't concede by the way i know right and he's they now, said it's like 1.5 percent yeah. that it's like not even like legal to do the recount or like feasible the last i looked and by the way i haven't paid too much attention to this it was like it was twenty one thousand votes or something like that he was like losing by and the only yeah. way to get a yeah. recount in the in the state is to have a a election result be one point like point essentially point five point five and this is like one point five so it's not it's not going to happen even if like th- I'm just actually kind of worried they're going to find votes you know what I mean find votes um, I don't know. yeah I don't know he's gonna he's out he's totally out I mean there with these other um I mean speaking of voting stuff I don't know very much about it but have you been following I think it's like Virginia or something. Where it was by one vote, and then one like vote. they tossed out the vote because some sort of technicality, like they signed it wrong or something. And now that it's exactly even votes, it's like a coin toss. I hadn't seen that. I hadn't and then, like, seen that. It, and then once the coin toss is made, they can contest the coin toss if they want. But like, but just that it was one vote, and then the judge like nullified that vote for some technical reason. Like that's crazy. <laughs> like just the I, whole process I, there. This is just like I've decided, uh, probably within the last four or five years, um, that our system—if you have money and yeah. a, a, a unscrupulous, or is it scrupulous? I don't know. I think it's unscrupulous legal team who's like intelligent and willing to kind of like just be a dick. I, I mean, that's what law is kind of built for is being not specific. Right. Because it's supposed to adapt to the times or whatever. But like, I guess my point is, is that everything could be worked. Yeah. Yeah. Like working the knee in the ring. You know what I mean? It's like working the knee, keep working the knee until that other person can't stand on it anymore. <laughs> um, and uh, I just don't like that. I don't like it. I know. It really bothers yeah, it me. Be more straightforward, but... 
It really, 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 really bothers bothers me. Um, and uh, the prejudices that one brings to these, if you're on jury or uh, just you yourself have. Uh, look, this is what also bothers me. It's like we all have prejudices. And if you say you don't have a prejudice, that's your prejudice. Because there's no way that you don't. Um, and even... And also, I was uh, listening to a um, a podcast on like some neurological. I forget exactly, um, but like it was about biases, biases. Yeah, I'm and, reading a whole book about that. It's really interesting. Um, and basically, like, if you think you don't have any biases, I forget the exact the the wording of it, but it was like it's hopeless. You have no chance. We as humans have no chance of being objective. It's like yeah. impossible. I mean, well, that's I that's what's annoying too. I've just been thinking more like because I am pretty indecisive or and like not. Um, I mean, I'm like I'm confident, but I'm not like super confident in like choices or like you know judgments or whatever. But like, I think like anyone who is totally confident is wrong, basically. <laughs> I mean, like you can seem like you are, but if you are sure that something's gonna happen, like you're like probably like not that it won't happen, but like you can never be totally sure. So like people like value confidence, but it's like, that's never like really how it should be. Uh, let me just, I'll tell you two things that have happened in my life where I was just like, Oh my God, I just did that thing. And I was like, really, I was wrong and it still yeah. happened. Okay. So one time, uh, there was a, uh, this is going back and I was working for a TV network and they, there was a after party and there was some famous people there. Okay. Like famous, yeah. and very, it's like famous for certain people. Yeah. And uh, I was told that the after party was at this one particular club. Okay. Yeah. And it was in their VIP section. So yeah. I, there was a huge line. Okay. And uh, I got to the door and I basically was just like, there's a party in there. I'm supposed to be there. And don't tell me I'm not supposed to be there because I'm definitely supposed to be there. Yeah. Okay. Like basically just like not being an asshole, but being very confident in the fact that the people I were looking for were there and I'm supposed to be there with those people. Yeah. Okay. And this was like two layers of security. One was bypassing the line in entirely to get into the club. Okay. Which, yeah. by the way, like, what the hell? Like, that never happens for anybody. Not, I mean, not for me, certainly. And then <laughs> yeah. the second Wait, one. so it worked, are you saying? Yeah. It got me into the club. But that's the first layer. So, like, through the, into the club, past the line. Okay. Yeah. But then there was another guard. Oh, the, like, VIP? Or to get to the VIP area. Yeah. And I... Did the same thing, same confidence, same thing, and got in there. Yeah, and that's because you actually like thought that it was where you're supposed to be. Right. And then I got But hold on. This is what's even crazier. So I get there and I go upstairs and like no one and no one I was looking for was there. I got the (laughs) wrong club. Yeah. And I was just like, wait a minute. I should just do that every time, anywhere, ever. No, that's that's what like people. It totally works. I mean, confidence. But I feel like the main thing is that like 
I don't know when people are confident that it actually will happen, like versus like using confident confidence as a tool. I mean, I I don't I'm not saying it's the confidence game, but but basically because I believed it to be true. Yeah. And I was so firm in my belief. And I convinced the other person in my belief that what I was saying was true. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which I and I was I mean, this is going back like, I don't know, 15 years now, maybe or maybe not that long ago, but like long enough. So like I couldn't and I remember like, I can't believe I did that. I was just like, I can't believe I did that. I was kind <laughs> of embarrassed, even though it was awesome. But it was, I was kind yeah. of embarrassed. And then there was another I mean, time because it's like you realize you were wrong or whatever. Like you, you still like had like you fell out, you fell off of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like mean, you lost the confidence in like finding out that you were wrong. You know, the funny thing is like, I didn't go to the place that they were actually at. I felt like I, I was like, that was just so much like whatever. Like I'm not, I don't, I can't do that again. Yeah. You don't want to like deal with it again. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I can't do that again. Uh. Did you get a free drink? Um, uh, no, I think I probably actually like, actually ba- basically I could have done whatever I wanted at that club. There was just like yeah, yeah. There was like everywhere. There was like booze everywhere. I mean, it was just was like it, was there anyone famous at the fake at the wrong party that you got into? It's a blur. I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't even remember the. I can't remember anything. Basically, where I was, what club it was, other just than the whole like just that the thing. Whole yeah. Idea yeah but yeah i mean that works it is an important thing but like yeah but i still think that anybody who like yeah yeah so i and then there's been another time not another time but another situation that's actually happened a number of times where uh, i i got something wrong yeah like just got it wrong like in a business meeting like a business meeting yeah i got something wrong but i didn't know i was wrong and I was like so sure of it, yeah. That I basically convinced every single person in the the meeting that I was right. Yeah, and then I was wrong. I know, like that's. And I, was I worry just, about that. That's one of I, my reasons for. I feel like it's like not, not worth it. I mean, I like it, but then it's. I'd rather have the real thing come out than like try to convince other people of whatever I believe. Well, to be fair, though. I fessed up every time I've done it. Yeah. I've come back and said I was wrong about that thing. Yeah. I think that that's, yeah. But nevertheless, I literally changed minds about stuff. I know. And and then that's the worst part because then you've changed someone's mind and then you have to go back and be like, well, actually, and it kind of like messes with your credibility on the other stuff, but it's, it's totally does. But like, so now, um, like my goal is just like, just, you know, Speaking, be speak confident, and if you're wrong, just like you just like apologize for it later, because like yeah. otherwise it's just going to be wishy washiness. You know what I mean? I know I'm more of I'm more of in the wishy washy zone, and people hate that because they just want that they don't want to think about it. But I'd rather think together. Like for instance, <laughs> in our last episode, I got futures wrong. I got the definition of futures wrong. Oh yeah, you you went you tried to explain it twice. And uh, I, the only thing I got wrong was that I did not explain that much. Like it's, it is exactly like options, but at the end of an of of a futures contract, you receive delivery of said good. Whereas an option, you could just let it go without, you know, actually you actually, you have the yeah. option to purchase it. You don't have to do it. So with yeah. the futures, you actually at the end of it, you have to fulfill that contract. 
I got that wrong because I I didn't clar- clarify that term. See, I'm fessing up to that thing because I was sure I was very sure that that was what it was, but I got one clear detail wrong. I don't Um, think you change any minds on that one. Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) Probably all all ten people, all ten people. Should we uh, should we go into our favorite Exodus movies? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Also, I just want to do one thing. Another thing that 15 year old parlance would be freaking out about right now. Yeah. Is that guy that came and left the Department of Defense that said that the US US is studying UFOs? Oh yeah. And and they he released this one video or like a had a video. Like several of them, yeah, of like the pillbox thing that moved all crazy. Like and through like Yeah, it was super like um the most advanced military cameras, like in tracking and all that stuff. Yeah. Um I mean, I can't explain it. I can't explain yeah. it. I can't explain it. Um, okay. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. We, you know, uh, there's so many, I had so many other stuff to talk about, but yeah, we have to do like circumcision kits on Amazon, uh, <laughs> fish orgies in the, in the Gulf of Mexico. Um, yeah. the, the alt-right sabotaging the user review section of, um, Rotten Tomatoes, by the way. Yeah. That's, that's ridiculous. I, I'm just. I just want to do one pull-out quote on that. Just so for for those of you who don't know, no one could figure out why the user review score of the new Star Star Wars movie was so bad. A ba- yeah. a basically, this alt right group like created some bots and whatever the hell. And if you don't know what the alt right is, just go back about thirty episodes and listen. I mean, um, I, you could probably just search for it, probably. But also, go back thirty episodes and listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he said. Um, I just want to read this this state. The moderator explained to Huffington Post that the group is upset with Star Wars for, quote, introducing more female characters into the franchise's universe, uh, end quote. The group is also not happy that Poe Dameron has become a, quote, victim of the anti-mansplaining movement, end quote, and that characters like Poe and Luke Skywalker are in danger of being, quote, turned gay. Um, These are ridiculous reasons. The moderator said men should be, quote, reinstated as rulers of society and expressed his distaste for the way The Last Jedi disrespects the franchise history. Um, I just want to get to the um, the, the last quote here. Uh, this is, by the way, I can't... This guy... The fact that this guy has an article and it's in multiple places and Fresh yeah. Parlance doesn't have a million views makes no sense. As for the issues with the fem- folks, well, it's, it's controversial. That, I guess. I know? guess, but it's like it makes it, it like it upsets you, and I mean it. I upsets me and like a lot of people. Like, <laughs> I want to give you this last one. As for his issues with the focus on female characters, the moderator said, "Quote: Did you not see everything that came out of the Ghostbusters, like the new Ghostbusters movie? Yeah, that is why I'm sick and tired of men being portrayed as idiots. And this is what really, I mean." I can't even he's tell. Not helping. He's not helping it. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell if they're trolling. Not an idiot right there. <laughs> I can't even tell if they're trolling. And this is what he wrote: There was a time we ruled society, and I want to see that again. This is why I voted for Donald Trump. <laughs> I I just whatever. Okay. Yeah, it's Moving ridiculous. On. Moving on. Moving on. Anyway, it's a lighter fare. Um. That guy should just watch old movies and only old movies. Like, don't even go to the movies now. If you're only going to be enraged, just, you know, go watch something else. Or better yet, start your own movie company and make male-centric 
theme. Yeah, and see if it gets popular. You know, <laughs> free market. Exactly. Free market. <laughs> see, if, see, if, <laughs> see if you get enough people to like support your movie industry that's like only male or whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Start that start that Kickstarter or whatever. <laughs> um, okay, so here's my top 10. I'm going to go from... Basically, I didn't think it was in order, but then when I looked at it, I went in one through 10. So I'm going to read 10 through one. I'm just going to go oh, backwards. Oh, like backwards? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Did Wait, you do this? We'll discuss for each one. Uh, uh, there's one that's not on here that is on... So I, I found the list on... Uh, it was on... What was it? Thrillist. I don't know where they got it's like Google Trends, I guess, probably based on search. But for each state in the United States, what the top Christmas movies are. And is, it, uh, Polar is it Polar Express? Is that the one you wanted me to? I mean, I didn't want you to put it on there, but that's the one that like I was very surprised that that was a major thing because I don't even think I've seen it. That does not well, even strike me as a major Christmas movie. It's it's definitely well, I mean, Washington DC has love actually. So, I know. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's I don't even crazy. I don't even know if I've ever seen love actually. So But mine, I mean, it is accurate because I would probably say it would be elf for me now, which overtook uh, uh the, you um, know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna change that because I don't story. think mine I actually don't think this one is Yeah, I don't think that one is a movie. Yeah, so I think that elf is probably my official one. And then, like after that, is a uh, Christmas story. But I haven't seen a Christmas story in forever. I think Elf is much more enjoyable. Yeah, I so I've watched Elf um, maybe two seasons ago. I watched it two Christmases ago. Um, yeah. So anyway, I just replaced How the Grinch Stole Christmas, which was the animated version, which technically I don't believe was a movie. I think it was a TV show. So I removed yeah. that because they did make a movie. It was called Grinch with Jim Carrey as the Grinch. And I didn't yeah. like that one as much. So I just removed that and I replaced it with Elf. But I'll get to that in a second. Okay, so my first, my number 10, number 10 on this list is yeah. Night- Nightmare Before Christmas. I think that's pretty good. I like that. Um, I would put it probably above some of the others. Uh, I'll, so here's the thing. Um, I really like the Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Um, I haven't and seen that in like a really long time, though. I was just going to say it made my list. It could potentially go up over some of these other ones, but some of these other ones have more sentimentality, and I've actually seen them more recently. Yeah. Um, okay, so number nine, I got rid of that other one, and I replaced it with Elf. Um, number nine, too number low. Nine, Elf, yeah. And um, I, I had watched Elf not too long ago, and um, I forgot how innocent Will Ferrell plays on the Elf character. Yeah, and uh, I can't decide if I liked it or not. I can't decide if I liked the na- the like the naive fish out of water story as much as I did for the first time I saw it. I still like it because he does it like re- he's like magically ridiculous enough, you know? Because he does it like really. I think he does a good job with it. I mean, I would need to watch it again, but uh, problem is, is like I've seen too much Will Ferrell, basically. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, kind of, like he's. Yeah. He's taking on a different like aspect. Yeah. It's like than just his acting. Yeah. Uh, number number eight is Bad Santa. Um, I remember seeing this movie and not the first time and liking it, but not loving it. But like, it's yeah. kind of like one of those things that the more I watch it, the more I enjoy it. I think I've only seen it once or twice, and it's pretty good. But it's too much of a downer for me. I think. I think that's why I like it. It's a different take on the, yeah. uh, on, the on the genre. I've never seen the sequel. Apparently, there's a sequel. Yeah, I never saw the sequel either. 
So um, probably makes it worse. Uh, number seven is the Santa Claus. That's right. It's a Tim Allen movie that I put in here. Um, oh, that one where he like turns into Santa. I remember that. Yeah. Um, I really liked that movie when it came out and I thought it was a clever pun on the word claws. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I did like that when it came out, but I think I only saw it the once. Um, I think they've made probably four or five sequels. I have no what? idea. Yeah. They've made what? a lot of sequels. Definitely three. Definitely three. Um, but yeah, I really enjoy that where he like, he's a normal dude. And then he just like starts growing a beard and getting fat. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was good. Okay. This one's, this one's a stretch. This one, it's not, some people may not even consider it a Christmas movie. I was going to say gremlins. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I saw it like way super long ago. I don't even remember anything about it. Um, well, I mean the basis of it was that they gave the, the kid, the, that gremlin for Christmas. Remember that was like basically the, the, I don't, remember that. I don't remember anything about that. Okay. Movie. So here's the thing. I haven't seen gremlins in a really long time. Um, but in my mind, it's like, don't feed them after midnight. Don't get them wet. Uh, spike gizmo, all those things. I mean, that's like movie history. So like, yeah, and the fact that it's in to me, it's just, that's to be setting around Christmas for it to be counted as a Christmas movie for me. It doesn't have yeah, to be, doesn't have to be, you know, uh, you know what one honorable mention for me on this one, by the way, J- uh, Jingle All the Way, the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. I don't know if you I don't remember that one. that one. Oh, you should watch it. It's pretty funny. Um, true story. Went to see that movie with my college roommate uh, during an yeah. afternoon showing. It was the audience. It was like maybe uh, 30 people in the crowd. Um, yeah. 28 of them were children. <laughs> Two of them were <laughs> myself and... Uh, arguably I was in college, so I was a child too, but nevertheless, um, <laughs> Santa Claus, the movie is, uh, is number five. Now this, I one, don't know that one. What about, the, oh yeah. What, what about what? the really old ones? Yeah. So I don't, I didn't, I, not for me, not for me. You talk about like, uh, every time a bell rings an angel gets its wings. I mean, I don't know that. Well, I mean, but like the old, um, miracle on 34th street. Yeah. Um, or like the one with like, um, you know, the not uh holiday what's his name? Fred the guy who's like the like he's the three ghosts and stuff oh uh christmas carol yeah or like the what's the one that has the it's like the newer version of that that one was good that's the one with bill murray it's called scrooged oh scrooge yeah i like scrooge a lot so i like scrooge a lot as as well as a child that was in contention but it's an honorable mention okay yeah scrooge i like yeah, scrooge. because all of these other ones i like way more I like way more. Yeah. And the reason why I like Santa Claus in the movie is because it, I don't know if you remember this, but they, they uh, find Santa Claus and then they, an elf, because an elf, and I believe the elf is played by Dudley Moore. Do you know who Dudley Moore is? No. He uh, essentially absconds from the North Pole and gets the magic dust and learns how to manufacture it and makes uh, candy canes out of it. And that makes people fly. What? That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, so that I I don't remember much about that's it, but the Santa Claus movie. Yeah, that's the Santa Santa Claus the movie. That sounds kind of cool, actually. I never seen that. Yeah, it's like capitalism meets Santa. Like it's yeah, it's you. It, I don't remember too much about it, but I remember loving it as a kid, and I remember loving the way that the people when they ate the candy cane, it, it kind of just like the tech, the way it looked, and the tech, the like the um. The, the mouth feel, the, no 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 the mouth feel of the uh of the candy cane it always made me want to eat one of those things because it didn't crack or whatever it was like a hard form it almost looked like fondant or some sort of weird like 
Oh yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know exactly what they used to make it, but I was like, man, that I want to eat one of those. I don't even care about the flying. It just looks delicious. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a good movie. You should watch it. And then, uh, so number four, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That one was one of the top ones on the states list, and uh, that like Montana and Nebraska and Kansas, uh, Wisconsin and Pennsylvania, all that's their top movie. So I grew up in Pennsylvania, and I will nope. tell you this. Yeah, I saw National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation in the theater around Christmas time when it first came out back in nice. whatever year that was, and the scene. I want to say it's the scene where they're all sitting around the table and they, they're going to say a prayer and the grandmother who's like senile um, yeah. starts to say the Pledge of Allegiance, of Allegiance. Yeah. As a child, that scene made me laugh harder than I think I've ever laughed in the theater. <laughs> that scene, for whatever reason, I laughed so hard. I gotcha. That and one because got of that, and because of that, first off, the movie's almost perfect. It's an almost perfect Christmas movie. Um, the because of that that experience, it will never, it, it will never, ever, 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 um, it will, I will never forget it, and it will always be in my my favorite Christmas movies. It will never go That's away. Yeah, I don't even know that I've seen the whole thing. It's, I mean, I don't. It may be dated now, but t- for me, it's like whatever. At this point in time, it's a period piece. It's, it's Chevy t- Chase, right? Yeah, it's Chevy Chase. Randy Quaid's in it. Uh, let's see. All the other, you know, I forget who played uh, kids in that one. Might have been Juliette Lewis. I don't remember who played the kids in that one. Because they always have different kids. Rusty and whatever is, her name is. Yeah. Um, and uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus from Seinfeld plays the rich, snobby neighbors. Brian Doyle Murray plays the boss who doesn't, who gets, who doesn't give the Christmas bonus. It's pretty good. You should oh, see it. Yeah. Yeah, you can see it's very it's very good. Um, okay, number three. Again, this is much debated, but I don't care. I have a very loose. I definition. don't think it's debated. You don't think it's debated? It's no. It's I think it's Die Hard is number three. Yeah, and I think a lot of people say Die Hard is their favorite Christmas movie, and I I think that's probably like the most manly answer you can have for Christmas movie. I feel like that's usually how they people use it. Also, okay, it's not even manly. Die Hard is in my mind, the quintessential action movie. Yeah, no, I mean, it's super good. I mean, it's a super good movie, but like it's, it's like, it's still a manly answer for it, I think. Well, I mean, I, I, uh, I, 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 after making this list, which is interesting because I make this number three, um, after making this list, I said to myself and checking it twice, by the way, (laughs) um, the Making a list. <laughs> I, Checking it twice. I, I said to myself, I think I'm gonna watch Die Hard tonight. That's pretty good. Are so, you? I think I might. I think I might. Nice. I wish I may. I wish I might. It is uh, it's a good movie. Uh so then number two, this is I think didn't you say this is your number two as well? Yeah, I think that's my number two. A Christmas story. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like more than even enjoying the movie, it's just because that's the movie that it used to be. I don't think I actually enjoy watching it that much anymore. So I felt like when I first started watching this movie, I was the only one that thought this movie was good. <laughs> I remember renting it from like whatever montage video or whatever the hell video store we had back, yeah. back in Nipah. 
You know, they just to... used to play it on TV like constantly. They'd play the Christmas story over like 10 times in a row. They're going to play it. I think uh, TBS or one of those, they play 24 hours straight. Yeah, I know. That's why. I mean, that's mostly how I saw it. I don't think I ever rented it before. I Going back, what year did it come out? I bet it came out like 87. I don't know. Probably. It was pretty, pretty old. A Christmas story. I saw the musical. They turned it into a musical. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think oh, that wait, that one is more it... um, like uh, quintessential or whatever than um, the Polar Express, though. I agree, but whatever. Uh, yeah, 83. I mean, Polar Express for state-wise. Basically, major states that Polar Express is the number one holiday movie are Texas, Nevada, Wyoming, Michigan, Florida, Alabama, Georgia, like pretty much the whole South. Basically places that they don't even know what snow is. And Maine and uh, oh. New Hampshire, Vermont. New Jersey is one yeah, of them too. That's, they're just, that's ridiculous. That's, Polar New York, Express, no. And Maryland, New York and Maryland are uh, elf though. It's ridiculous. Wait, I, don't, I don't even see New York on here. Basically, if they're going by Google search traffic by state, it's people oh, it like is, yeah. it's people looking at it going, what the hell was that movie Polar Express? That's why they were searching it, not because they wanted to watch it. Maybe, yeah. Alaska is also Elf. Okay, and my number one movie. Home Alone. Yeah, Home Alone. Home Alone's good. Now, I, I don't thing. know why that's not on here either. That doesn't seem that seems like a really like quintessential holiday movie too. It's it, here's the thing. The reason why it doesn't hold up anymore. Kids don't get it. Yeah, I guess kids, yeah, that's true. Kids don't get it. That's true. Um but uh you, Well, kids don't get a Christmas story either, I don't think. Yeah, but at least the Christmas story uh, is are is set or it was already set in the past. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah, that's was, true. It was set in the past, and they knew it was set in the past because it had a voiceover that was saying, eh, and when I was... Yeah, this, it was like married and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Home Alone was set in the present. And yeah. it's now dated because all of this would have been solved with webcams yeah, and yeah. And, and in the past stuff, they made it like specifically things that were like nostalgic to past that had already happened. Right. That's, that's a good point. They like really honed in on the time. Where Home Alone didn't pay attention to the time at all. It was just current... Yeah, and then it was more about the story. That's a, a good, a good way to put it. Now, I'll, I'll say this: I haven't watched. I think I, actually, I take that back. I watched Home Alone three years ago. Yeah, I didn't watch Home. I watched it not that long ago. I think we reviewed it. Maybe did we? I feel like that was the last time I watched it. Um, Home Alone, to me, it yeah. was as a child when I was a kid. I'll never forget. I woke up early the day that they were announcing the Oscar nominations for best picture. <laughs> I did not see this going to an Oscar nomination like thing. I was so yeah. upset. I was so upset that home alone did get nominated for an Oscar. Cause I was convinced home alone was the best movie ever made. Like, it's when, me, yeah, it, was, it was good. What year was that? 89. What year was home alone? I don't know. Hold on, I was just searching for uh, if we did a review of it. Home Alone was 1990. 1990? Yeah. So 12-year-old parlance was, was, uh, was convinced it was the best movie 
of all time. It was one of those movies when it meant to the, there was a theater in, in Scranton, Pennsylvania called the Ritz. That was yeah. a $2, $2 movie theater. It was like second run. Oh yeah. Like the, yeah. Second run. I, movies. I think I saw it like two or three times on the second run. Really? And, That's and, awesome. and to make it even better, I grew up in Scranton, Pennsylvania, or just outside of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yeah. And yeah. there's a scene where the mother is trying to get back home to Kevin. And she's like, you know, on a, oh, she's trying, like, trying to go. And she gets in a, on a bus with a polka band. And they're like, where yeah. are you from? And they go, Scranton. When I was in the movie theater the first time, like opening weekend, when that when they said Scranton in Scranton, yeah, woo, was that special? Wait, did people like yell? Yeah, everyone's like, yeah, recognition. Oh. I mean, this was before Scranton was like had the office or anything. No one really cared about Scranton. So, yeah, is the office the thing that made it more known or or not? Because sure. that's yes. how I knew it for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Otherwise, no one would care. Still to this day, Home Alone. The mention of Home Alone. Oh, and the other place was uh, Kingpin, the movie Kingpin, what took place in Scranton. So it seems like it like, has come up, Scranton. What, what makes Scranton notable to be? Is it, is it just notable for being not notable? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, that's, that's something. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like so low. I mean, you have to, get, you have to be even like, more average than Scranton. It's, it's so like, average that it is not average in its <laughs> averageness. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. It was like the thing is is like you knew when when a when a tr- a fad like when like a fad reached Scranton. Yeah. That was like you knew it was like uh, almost at the end. <laughs> you know, like when 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 kids were like bouncing around on a pogo ball. Yeah. You knew like peak pogo ball had just hit. <laughs> it was like over. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It was yeah. That was like mass penetration. Oh, oh, <laughs> that is mass penetration. I just wanted to say so we're we're about out of time, but since this is probably going to be our last episode of the year, I was just going to do an update from the beginning of the year that I did not make my resolution of having at least three non-show. Like we, I wanted to have clip shows. Didn't do it. Didn't get around to it. Bummer. But, uh, what were some other... Did you have something? I, I, I don't had remember. one thing. So I had one thing. And my one thing was to do five chapters of my novel. Oh, yeah. But I sort of did this. And let me explain. Okay. I, I, um, I had done a presentation for my professional parlance. Yeah. Um, and instead of doing a write out the like bullets sort of thing and then just wing yeah, it an outline type thing yeah an outline type thing i decided i was going to write out my presentation yeah and then just read it because it was like an online thing yeah and in doing so i basically wrote about i think it was i forget exactly how many it was like twenty thousand or thirty thousand words yeah in doing so which basically with some editing and some maybe some graphic stuff could be a small 99 cent Amazon book. Oh, that's true. You could totally do that. I mean, I've already planned on doing it. So I did not know that. I, that's pretty cool. So, but I'm going to, so I'm going to do that. And in doing so, um, I'm going to, uh, that I, I count that as like 
my five yeah chapters. that totally counts it counts but it was not like i sat down and wrote i was like i'm gonna set out and write this book like i sat down i'm gonna write a page today or something i mean just, but you proved that you could do it to yourself whether or not it was your intention right i think so, is impressive so that's it definitely needs some fixing so now my new new res- resolution is taking what i wrote and getting it published on amazon nice i don't i don't think i have one this year really <sighs> but before we signed off i just wanted to bring that up since since everybody i believe this will be our last it's, episode of oh, the year not ever just, just this year just of this huh? year this of year. the year yeah well i mean yeah. we're going to keep going yeah. but we'll be back in january 2018 it's a long time long time see you next year guys 144 in 282018 yeah 144 hey did you know uh, that we're part of a podcast network podcast network it's true we are part of a podcast network it's called soon to be named network did you know soon that there's some network.com which it's, i mean i really like the name i mean i'm, I'm in the soon to be named network i think it's a great network a lot of great shows continue talking about the shows because i don't remember what they are i only can remember a couple of them but i know it's ever expanding but here's what i'll say if you think fresher and poorer lands if that if that floats your boat yeah maybe you want to build a boat i'm pretty sure there's a boat building podcast on soon to be named network you could build, listen to a podcast, build that boat, and then come on over here back, and we'll put the wind behind the sails, if you will. Oh, liking that, liking that. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't you go there, soon to be named network.com. Check yeah. it out. A bunch of like-minded individuals talk about things that probably you care about. Maybe you yeah, don't. And also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yeah, right here. Right here. Right here. <laughs> yeah. right here. And uh, listen to us on our uh, podcast, which is on... Uh, iTunes and Google Music and uh, like us on Facebook. Send us some emails. What do you want to hear about? You can live chat with us. Just try to do Thursdays at 9 o'clock. Ooh, ooh, did you see one last thing? That uh, I, um, Apple is releasing client-side uh, podcast measurement analytics. Oh, I, I did hear about that. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty big stuff. So watch a lot and so we can see how much you actually watch because we didn't actually know before. Now, I'm not exactly sure how you even get access to that as a low tier, but whatever. Anyway, this is Parlands saying sayonara, muchachos. Oh, and happy holidays and new year. Yeah, and the pressure saying later taters. <laughs>